That one, year number four. It's a yank on the footy with Craig Wessels. Let's all sit back and enjoy a chat about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 253 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels, coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio, and I am thrilled that you are checking out the episode. I'm going to be diving into my tips for round four here in just a moment. In a little while, we will be joined by Mick Aussie from MickAussie.com. Now, don't forget that if you're interested in having your local footy club get a shout-out during an upcoming episode, make sure you drop me a note via email or shoot me a message on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All of those links you can find on my uh, website, yankonthefooty.com. I love being able to highlight these local footy clubs. Now, today's local footy club of the episode are the Moorabbin Kangaroos of the Southern Football League in Victoria. And the Kangaroos, in some form or another, based upon what I read online, have been around since 1909. And the club plays their home games at the Moorabbin Oval. Now, on Thursday of next week, 13 April, the club is going to be hosting their jumper presentation, round one team selection at the Oval, sponsored by CryptoChat. And the club hopes that everybody can be there to meet the club, to pick up some great merch, and to get some great-looking uniforms based upon the uh, the website, based upon Facebook, and enjoy some chicken and a couple of burgers. Now, last week, and this is really interesting, back on the 28th of March, the club got the opportunity uh, through St. Kilda to train at the new St. State-of-the-Art Danny Frawley Center, which is a state-of-the-art mental and physical health center. And... Uh, Absolutely wonderful that the uh, Saints went ahead and opened that up to the uh, to the Kangaroos, and I do wish the Roos the best of luck this year. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not checked out uh, the post that showed up on social media yesterday, I put it everywhere, but you may not have seen it yet. I did have a new blog post that came out uh, yesterday that took me a little while to get written, and I uh, making my case, if you will to NFL fans to get them to check out uh, the game of footy. So, well, I think if you are a, a footy fan first, I hope you'll enjoy checking out this uh, this piece. But in many ways, it is geared towards trying to uh, encourage, maybe persuade is not the right uh, um, word to use, but provide arguments as to why the AFL is something that maybe an NFL fan should take a look at, or a CFL fan, as my soon guest has reminded me about yesterday, because I, I don't always think of the CFL, because we don't get the CFL games very often here in the United States. But I do hope you'll check out that blog post. You can find it over at my website, yankonthefooty.com. Just pick, pick the uh, blog button up at the top, and it'll take you to the most recent blog episode there, or blog post, I should say. So last week I went three and six in my tips. Absolutely awful. I've been terrible this year. Um, I guess it's mainly because I keep tipping the cats, so I've lost three right there. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump into the tips for this week. Now I will admit I'm already 0-1 this week because I traded emails with uh, Mick last night. I'm recording this on Thursday evening, my time here in Ohio. Uh, I did tip the pies to win last night by 11 and I have to tell you, I, I really thought that despite their limitations at the ruck position, I thought that their midfield would be able to do enough to just get in there and play some ugly hero ball, if you will, to get uh, contested clearances and that sort of thing and get the ball going in their, dire in their direction. But I have to tip my cap to the, the Lions. 
they outclassed them last night. That, that second quarter was just absolutely phenomenal on their part. But the first game that I'm going to be tipping that hasn't been played yet, we've got North Melbourne hosting Carlton. Now, the Roos had a bit of a hiccup uh, crop up last week at the beginning of what you might call a bit of a storybook season after the last couple of years, uh, losing a game to Clarko's uh, former side down in Tasmania. The Blues, as, as we all know, it's still being talked about, got a rather interesting uh, descent call in their favor and got out of Sydney with a, uh, a very hard-fought win against GWS that, who knows, maybe goes the other way if that descent call doesn't happen. Davis Uniac is back in the side for the, uh, the Ruse, which uh, I didn't stay up late enough last Friday night, my time to realized that he was a late scratch, so I lost uh, yet another game on my fantasy team by 27 points uh, since he didn't play, and I had 41 points sitting on my bench as a midfielder who I could have brought into the mid in, as a forward and could have brought one of my forwards back into the midfield. So that was my mistake for not staying up past midnight that night. But, you know, it sounds like Sam Walsh is going to be back next week also for, I think, the gather round. Um, you know, this week, I am going to go with the Blues to win this one. You know, I, I think this is going to be a much closer game than people might have thought at the beginning of the year. Okay, this is this is, this is not a game in which Carlton is going to go off and uh, and take this one by multiple, multiple goals. I don't see that happening. Okay, I have Carlton winning this one by just seven points. Just seven points. Okay, uh, Jai Simkin, uh, Aiden Bonner's back in, and... Um, Josh Honey is back in for uh, Carlton as the big changes there. But uh, Daniel Howe omitted, Griffin Logue suspended, Hugh Greenwood, Josh Goder omitted, Blake Akers suspended, and Mitch Matthew always is also out injured this week. So we head back down to the Adelaide Oval. And uh, I don't know about you folks, but uh, I was absolutely impressed by the uh, the Crows' performance last week in the showdown. That fourth quarter was a thing of beauty. It absolutely was. And uh, if they have a performance like that again this week, I think things could go very well for them. And I have to ask, and this is not, this is not intended as a shot towards Fremantle, but I have to ask, did we see a real performance from Fremantle this past week out in the Western Derby? Was that the real Fremantle? Did we see them? Because because I wonder, the Eagles were so beat up. I mean, they were sending out players that should not have been out on the ground. I wish Liam Ryan the best in his uh, recovery, um, amongst others, that they really didn't even have a, a rotation there to, to substitute people out, and, and Frio just was absolutely able to, to just pad their score. Now, again, like I said, this is not taking a shot at Fremantle. They took advantage of the situation because the Eagles would have done the same damn thing to them. But I wonder, are the Dockers as good as we maybe saw them last week or not? I don't know the answer to that. But I am going to go with the Crows this week to take this one by a dozen points, okay? Uh, Ned McHenry's coming in. He's playing his 50th game. Luke Pedler suspended. He had a great game last week. Sam Barry rested. Bailey Banfield, Brandon Walker in. Sam Switkowski playing his 50th game. Heath Chapman injured. Matthew Johnson was a sub. Michael Frederick injured. Uh, so, again, I'm going with Adelaide to win this one at home by two goals. And Richmond 
is hosting the Bulldogs at the MCG. The first of all, I think two games at the MCG this weekend. And Richmond is resting a couple of players. Um, looking at what I had jotted down here, um, Jack Rewalt being managed, Jack Ross omitted, Maurice Rioli omitted, Trent Cotchin being managed, but he's also listed as an emergency. So I guess if he has to play, he'll be in there. Uh, Riley Garcia is out for the Bulldogs. Dustin Martin's back. Jacob Hopper is back, as well as Tyler Sansi. Now, no real changes, though, for the Bulldogs, other than the uh, the one that I mentioned there. But like I said, Hopper and Dusty are back. If the Bulldogs put in another performance like they did last week against the, the Brisbane Lions, I think this is their game to win. And I am going to go with the Bulldogs to take this one by nine points. Okay, I just think the Bulldogs are... Going to maybe start to ascend a little bit, and I and I just wonder what's going to happen in that forward line for the uh, the Tigers because I I've seen what happens when a forward line is really scuffling with Geelong, and you know you take you take Rewald out of there, you know people are going to be able to focus maybe a little bit more on Tom Lynch, um, but I am going to go with the Bulldogs on this one to win it by nine. And the funny thing is, is if they, if this game was being played at Marvel, I might be tempted to tip the Tigers. I mean, think about all that they had to go through just to get to the game to play it at Marvel. And they would have been so frustrated about that. They would have gone out and played one hell of a game. But it's at the MCG. I'm going with the Bulldogs. And then we head to Marvel, incidentally enough, for the uh, game that, go ahead, raise your hand. A month ago, you were you were positive that uh, St. Sons was going to be contending for game of the round. Come on, I see your hands up there. A lot of you are thinking this. Okay, the Saints, you knew the Saints were going to be 3-0 going into this. You knew that the uh, Suns would have just knocked off the uh, defending premieres, and, but let's be honest, who hasn't done that lately? Um, yeah, the Saints, I, I am, to me, it is, uh, it's kind of like that Roger Moore scene on the island from the man with the golden gun. It's, it's like they're doing it with mirrors when he's trying to uh, Chase down Christopher. Uh, it's not Christopher Reeve. It's uh, the the. It's not Christopher Lloyd either. I'm uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. But uh, y'all are gonna just you know I'm gonna have to look him up. Uh, um, yeah, Christopher Lee. Okay, so yeah, I really screwed that one up. So you're gonna you know, take a few seconds there as this is playing along and laugh at me because I, I got my pop culture reference wrong there, but I did, I got the film right. Okay. This was the man with the golden gun. To me, the saints are almost like they're, they're doing it with mirrors. If you remember, you know, 007 is going through that mirrored place with, uh, Hervé Villachez, you know, running things in the background and trying to mess with him and such before he finally gets, before he finally gets the bad guy. But I can't help but be impressed, impressed with the Saints. Ross Lyon has got this club playing fantastic football. I am, I'm, if you're a Saints supporter, you've got to be on cloud nine right now. And again, if you're a Sun supporter, you've got to be feeling pretty good about having knocked off the premieres, even though they haven't won a game yet this year. Now, this is a road game for them. I do think the Suns need to show me a little bit more. If the Suns prove me wrong this week, then I might be tempted to tip them next week. But I think that the Saints at home are going to take the uh, the Suns out by 13 points. Okay, this is going to be a close game. Um, it's going to be a great game to watch. I cannot wait to watch this one. I'm very excited about it. Uh, Bailey Humphrey is debuting. Mac Andrews in. Uh, Alex Sectum's the sub. Jai Farrar's omitted. Sam Flanders injured. Jimmy Webster injured. Ben Ainsworth is playing his 100th game for the for the Suns, uh, but like I said, I'm going with the Saints on this one. So we move on to the SCG 
for the Swans and the Port Adelaide Power. And uh, it's that time of year, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the Green Banana Watch in the grocery grocery trolley that is Ken Hinckley's job at uh, Port Adelaide. Uh, that's back on again now that the showdown took place last week. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, are are calling for his his job. I know a lot of people are thinking they need that the that Port Adelaide needs to start over again. And and again, I it's not my place to say one way or the other in this situation. Okay, I'm just telling you what I've seen because I've seen plenty on social media where people are saying he absolutely has to go. We got to get rid of him now. Start the change right now with the people that are here. Start to you know to to turn the ship around and others are saying, well, we need to kind of just finish things out, see how things go, that type of thing. I don't know what the right answer is there, but you know, they're going to figure it out here pretty soon. Now, Port Adelaide is going to be in a foul mood because they lost uh, their, their opportunity to, to, uh, to win the showdown. The Swans are not exactly coming in all hunky dory and cheery right now after getting smacked around by the D's last week, losing by over eight goals. I mean, that was an ugly contest on their part. Now, Ken Hinckley has, has swung the axe and made a lot of changes. They're, the only change with the Swans is Matt Roberts is not going to be the sub, but uh, Dylan Williams, Jackson Meade, Jen, Jed McEntee, Trent McKenzie all in for Port Adelaide, Darcy Byrne-Jones, Lockie Jones, Orazio Fantasia, Riley Bonner omitted, uh, Tom Clurie omitted. So if your last name is Jones and you wear uh, teal and black, you're not playing this week on the on the big side. Um I'm going to go with the Swans at home on this one. Um, I think they get their season back on track. I've got them taking this one by about two goals, 11 points. Uh, I do want to uh, tip my cap to the Swans. I did see the, the footage that was shared uh, where they, they put in the new uh, chairs um, with uh, Kenny Williams and Yvonne Williams' names on them. Just it, this This is the kind of thing, folks, that just... It's a class act. It's the kind of thing that, that quite frankly, you know, we see snippets of. Um, the Cleveland Guardians baseball team here, you know, had a uh, a gentleman that for almost forty years uh, sat in the upper reaches of the bleachers in the in left field with a large bass drum and would play the drum during the course of the game. Um, you know, they had, a, they had a spot set aside for him. They, they had a, a, a plaque up on the wall for him as well. Well, he passed away uh, earlier this year from a, a long bout of cancer. But this is a gentleman that had been, you know, had been there at the games through most of my formative years and most of my adulthood. Um, but uh, it's just a class act on the SCG part, on the SCG's part and on the Swans part. And I, I tip my cap to them. Now we move on then to the... Uh, Essendon Bombers and the GWS Giants. I am uh, going to be going with the Bombers in this game. They dropped their first game of the season, uh, losing by three goals to the, the Saints. Brad Scott's got this club playing good football. You know, this was a, a, a club that you didn't know which club you were going to get last year on, under uh, Ben Rutten. Um, I think they're going to continue to improve. Uh, the Giants are rolling out Aaron Cadman for the first time. Uh, I think this is going to be a close contest. Um, Adam Kennedy, Josh Fahey coming in. Uh, Josh Fahey's also debuting. Andrew Phillips, uh, Brandon Zirk-Thatcher, Will Snelling coming in for the Bombers. 
I have the Bombers winning this one by eight points. I think this is going to be a very close game. I think the Giants are a better side than many of us gave them credit for being this year after having so much turnover. But I, I've been impressed by what uh, what I've seen the Giants do, even though they're they're still scuffling, you know, on the ladder. Um, you know, only having won one game, but they're you know they've got a, a somewhat respectable percentage at 95, and they're they're sitting there in the 11 spot. You know, another win, and they're they're pushing into the eight. Um, you know, they could leapfrog the kangaroos possibly. So, again, I'm going with the Bombers there. And then we head out to Optus Stadium. And uh, this is, uh, is going to be a tough one, folks. I, I'm, if you're an Eagle supporter, my heart goes out to you. Um, fortunately, uh, Colonel Blake, Colonel, Plot, Colonel Potter, Hawkeye, BJ Trapper, uh, Radar, Hot Lips, Houlihan are all going to be showing up to play in the side this week in the Mat West Coast Mash Unit. Um, I just has this has this happened two years in a row with clubs in the AFL? You know, I, again, I've only been following the game since 2016, but I, you know, we've had COVID issues for a few years. But has a club been this decimated by injuries so early in the season that it, it basically derails any opportunity that they have to be successful. And and if this club is healthy, they're a decent side. But I, I, I you know, I, I'm just shocked. They've got 10, they've got 10 new players coming into the side. I've only got so much space on my hard drive on my computer, so I can't read all 10 names. Um, well, okay, we'll go ahead and do it anyway. Brady Huff, Connor West, Elliot Yo, Greg Clark, Jack Petricelli, Jai Cully, Josh Rotham, Luke Edwards, Luke Foley, Xavier O'Neill are all coming in. Witherden, Chesser, Sheed, Cripps, McGovern, Ryan, and Shuey are all injured. Ben Brown is out with a back issue for the D's. Adam Tomlinson's back in. Kazi Pickett's back in. Luke Dunstan and Tom McDonald are back in. I think this is uh, uh, maybe the easiest tip of the round. I'm going to go with the D's to take this one by at least three goals. Um... That being said, the Eagles are going to play hard. Okay, they're not going to just roll over because there's there's youngsters there who see an opportunity to get their name on the bag that's on a regular basis now, with as many injuries as there are. So they they want to they want to put their name in Adam Simpson's mind and get him thinking, yeah, that's who I can put out there. I think they're going to play hard, but unfortunately, I don't think there's going to be enough for them to win. And and also unfortunately. I think we may have, have a new leader with it being Masters Week. I think we have, may have a new leader going into the clubhouse for the Wooden Spoon right now. And it's not anything that they had necessarily done wrong. It's just how decimated they are with injuries. And, of course, that could change. But, again, I'm going with the Ds to take this one. Um, I, I just I think that would be one of the most significantly huge upsets of all time if the Eagles take this one. That being said, uh, as somebody who's wanting to see my club climb up the ladder – well, I guess all the clubs are ahead of them, so they need everybody to lose. But uh, you know, some of the ones that are towards the top, maybe they need them to drop a game here or there. Which brings me to that last club there on Easter Monday. It, they blockbuster you've all been waiting for. Number 18 hosting number 17. Bet you didn't think you'd be saying that about the uh, Cats and Hawks for a while, did you? Okay. Um, and again, the Cats are... Um, hosting uh, another game at the MCG. They finally get to play a game at their own ground, I believe in two weeks, uh, when they get to uh, to face off against Sydney in a uh, you know, a rematch of the grand final clubs. It's not a rematch because there's not another cup up for grabs there. Um, 
The Cats have uh, Sam DeConing out with uh, con- being a concussion, concussion protocol. Uh, Josh Weddle's debuting for the Hawks. Chad Wingard, Jacob Kashitsky's back in. The reinforcements are starting to arrive for Geelong. Brandon Parfit's back in. Jake Cola Jasny. Everybody knows how to spell that, right? K O L O D J A S H N I J. Mitch Duncan and Reese Stanley are back in. So that means Jonathan Segler's probably going to be out. Uh, more than likely listed as an emergency, and I don't even see him listed as an emergency right now. He's not even on the long interchange either at the moment. So, actually, they still have him listed as a follower right now in the lineup, so it sounds like uh, they may be making that move later on. Now, I think this is an absolute must-win for the Cats, okay? If they go down 0-4 on the year, I, you know, as as... Anxious as some people were to run um, somebody like uh, Luke Dahlhouse and uh, Sean uh, Sean Higgins out of the side because you know they had gotten older. Um, be careful what you wish for because they go down 0-4. You got a lot of young kids who are going to be looking for you know for spots, and of course, you know, if we saw last week what happened to them, they're VFL side got hammered pretty well by the Gold Coast VFL side as well. So I mean, it, they got to figure some things out at the senior level. Now I've got the I, the defense for the Cats has taken the brunt of the blame because they've not been very good, but the midfield has struggled mightily as well. And again, I think that there's just that tiny split second where there are people that have played alongside Joel Selwood for years who have always thought 14's going to go get that ball, and then. The ball gets tapped down. They're like, shit, he's not here anymore. And they got to go get it themselves. And by that point in time, somebody else has gotten a clearance his head in the other way. They've got to, I think, realize that he's not there. Okay? He's not coming back. Okay? he's This is not a Connor McKenna thing. He's not, you know, he's not Connor McKenna's age who's decided to have a change of heart. He's given everything he's had to the Cats. You tip your cap to him, you, you give him the, the mad respect and love that he, he has earned, and you move on, and somebody else has to step into the breach, and they've not really done that yet. And and let's be honest here, folks, we're, we're, I, I, I'm not being critical, I'm just basing it upon what I've seen. Tom Hawkins does not look healthy yet, okay? And I, and I think that, quite frankly, when we look at all of the injuries that have happened with the Cats, okay, look at all the injuries that have happened, and yes, you've had Cole Jasny out, you've had, you know, um, Manigold has been out. You've you've had you know a number of other players out as well. Um, but I think oh Mitch Duncan, the biggest one I think that that people aren't really talking about a whole lot. I think is Jack Henry, because if Jack Henry does not hurt his foot in that last tune-up game before the season starts, I have a feeling Tom Hawkins hasn't played a game yet this year, because I have a feeling they're able to either stick Ollie Henry up into the forward line or put Jack Henry up there who has had some success as well or possibly even you know well I don't know if they'd move to Koning up there before he got his concussion but you know they've got to get healthy on the fly and hopefully that's happening they've had a 10-day break here going into this game I'm going with the Cats to win this one by nine but uh, again I I almost tipped the Hawks in this one especially after the game ended last week up at the Gold Coast I know I said to some people, I don't know if I put it out on social media for everybody to see, but I know I sent it in some messages to people that 
I'm tempted to tip the Hawks next week after they've knocked off, you know, a previously undefeated side. Now, it's been 10 days since then, roughly, or by that time that game's played. I'm going to go with the Cats to win this one, but uh, I think it's going to be one hell of a close contest, okay? So there are my tips for round four. Um, You'll have to let me know where you think I'm right and where I'm wrong. Well, you can tell me right now you got the Magpies wrong. Now let's go ahead and jump into my chat with Mick Aussie, and we're going to go through Mick's tips for this week and see where we differ and where we are the same. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back again with uh, the smartest footy mind in Canada and, and maybe even other parts of the world as well. Mick Aussie, how you doing, Mick? Wow, thanks for that. Uh, well, I love it. Sure I do. And yeah, spring weather, got the shorts on, so things are up and... AFL round four. Wow, what a start with the Lions beating the Magpies, eh? Oh, yep. You got that one right. I got that one wrong. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, you went with the Pies also? Oh, I regret it. I should have realized the Lions home field and the Collie Wobbles Ruckman being out. But yeah. they've been so good. But, yeah, I thought it might have gone either way. So, no big deal. But, hey, it's crazy trying to pick winners this year. It's oh, ridiculous. It, it's, it, I hope it settles down. It is, it is. So, you know, we've got our, we've got the first game of the round and uh, we've got uh, at Marvel, you've got North Melbourne hosting Carlton. Um, what are you thinking on this one? This is a more interesting game than maybe people would have thought it would have been when the fixture came out. Yeah, well, the only game on Easter Friday, I believe, down there in Australia. Mm-hmm. So, uh, happy Easter to everyone. And they're doing a big uh, money raise at Easter Friday. Just heard Abby Holmes on Triple M Radio. So, they'll raise some money there. I like the Blues to win. Boy, you can't discount the Roos now they've got some players back. Um, Blues favoured by 24 and a half. I'll take the Roos to get within that. And uh, they were very disappointing against Hawthorne. Wow, how can you pick that? I thought that they'd be back in the coach, Clarkson. But no, nah, very disappointed last week. Blues to win just, I think. Well, you know what happened in that game, don't you? Is it my my one my one solid midfielder is uh, Luke Davis Uniac, and he he was a late scratch right before the game started. So I lost I lost my fantasy game by twenty seven points, and he would have gotten me one hundred and twenty seven. So uh, that's what happened. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, he had a he had a calf injury, calf injury yeah. so yep. you got to be very careful. It's Absolutely. a small muscle, but God, if you muck him around, you can be out for a few weeks on mm-hmm. such a small but important muscle. So yeah, he's back in, I believe, this week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I went with the Blues on this one as all. Well. I think only about like seven points. So, but yeah, I think that the I guess is going to be a great matchup. Um, and then we move on to. Uh, the next game of the round, which is your Crows hosting the Fremantle Dockers back at the Adelaide Oval again, the scene of the crime last week in the fourth quarter. Oh, we are the mighty Adelaide Crows beating those Port Adelaide Power. I'll say it this week, the Paps. What a game, <laughs> eh? What a last 10 minutes for the for the Crows. The new fitness coach, he came from Melbourne, so he got them really, really fit. Very impressed with their forward lines, obviously Rankin and Philthorpe. That, mm-hmm. I, I don't have a list. That's how you say it, yep. Philthorpe. So, yeah, very impressed with their forward line. Big Tex didn't do much, but he's the commander down there. I do think the Crows will win, but they're a young team, and young teams mentally don't get up every week. 
Dockers, eh? What about that flip that Fred, Frederick did? But yeah, he's yeah. out, so maybe he hurt himself on that, that flip. That could be. Well, and you know, and I went with the Crows on this one also. But I, but I, I wondered what what is the real Dockers side because you know the Dockers played against almost like you know half a team against the Eagles late in that game and just were able to really run the score up on them, which you know the Eagles would have done to them had they had the opportunity. But with so many injuries on the Eagles side last week. I mean, they were running guys out that end up having surgery the next day. Yeah, the Dockers, they're not they're not going too well yet, are they? They're missing the forward line's not great. Tabernard's average at the moment. Fife is still out with a why don't they just what? say a ligament in his foot? They're saying a, a plantar plantar fasci- what why do they confuse us these days? Is that some fancy people whatever? Ligament in the, underneath the bottom of his foot. I had to Google that one. So, yes, <laughs> could be a close one. Crows are favoured by three and a half. I'll take them to win by six or more, hopefully. Yep. yep. So we move on then to the MCG, and you have the Richmond Tigers hosting the Western Bulldogs. Um, what are you thinking on this one? You've got, you know, Rewalt's going to be out. Cotchin's an emergency. They're resting some players. Dusty's back. Uh, Jacob Hopper is back in the side. No changes for the Bulldogs, though. Well, this is an interesting, absolute ripper of a game at the MCG, Tigers home. They've won the last three against the Bulldogs. Rewild managed. Morris Rioli out. But, yeah, Dusty and Hopper back in is mm-hmm. very good for them. Yeah. Oh, the Bulldogs, they beat the Lions, as we know. The Tigers are favoured by 13 and a half. And I'm going for an upset here. If Malcolm Blight and JB can pick the Bulldogs, they confirmed it. I'm going to go for the upset, take the Bulldogs to cover, and hopefully win. Well, I took the Bulldogs as well, and I will give you a little – I will tell you what I had said because it's going to precede this, but I did I did proclaim that uh, had this game been played at Marvel, I would have tipped the Tigers because I knew how much they had to go through just to get to Marvel Stadium to play the game, and they were going to be frustrated by that. And they were gonna. It was gonna oh. turn up. <laughs> talk about talk about teams winning premierships and getting arrogant. Well, the Tigers take the cake. They're up there with some of the most arrogant fans after winning a few premierships. I don't like that. Just stay cool. Oh yeah. Well, look at the Cats. I mean, they the Cats have said, "Hey, we'll win, go ahead and win a premiership, and then we'll just not win the next three games after we win one." So, I mean, they've. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm going with the Bulldogs on that one as well. I just I you know after what I saw them do to to Brisbane last week, I I just think that maybe they're going to start putting some things together. So well, there's well there's going to be some upsets, isn't there? I mean, look oh. at last week. <laughs> so They've we been all over the map. Fun, yeah. Maybe this is the one. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we head back to Marvel, uh, and you've got uh, the. I think everybody could say the surprise of the league so far, the saints hosting gold coast. And this isn't, this is an interesting game because, you know, gold coast just got done knocking off the defending premieres who have not put up much of a fight this year, but you know, St. Kilda has gone three, and zero with, with a, a, an injury list that, uh, that would, you know, make the West coast Eagles kind of blush last year. Yeah, look, I, Kind of wasn't a biggest fan of Ross Lyon, but I got to take that back, don't I? Like, Yo, wow, I think, we, I think we all do. Yeah, they've won the last three, I believe, against the Suns. Who, uh, who did they beat? Oh, that's right, they beat the Geelong Cats. And 
looking at the ladder, I see the Geelong Cats are right at the bottom right now. So yes, they uh, are. And and again, I'm not. I I haven't made excuses for that. I have. Uh, I did. I did say that. You know, in my I'll just tell you in my comment here. I said, you know, the Suns just knocked off the defending premiers. But let's be honest, who hasn't lately? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm gonna. Uh... I'm going to take the Saints to win. They're favoured by about 16 and a half. Mm-hmm. But I think the Suns are a slight chance to get the win. Thus, I'll take them to cover. Good to see Big Lukosius kick five goals. And your boy Miller's playing well. Rowell in the centre. So, yeah, they're a chance. But, no, you got to go with a hot hand. Saints to win. Yeah. And I, I'm, I went with the Saints also. I just you know, and, and they're going to get healthy this year, too. You got to, you know, Jack Steele's going to be out a couple more weeks, which again has not helped my fantasy team at all this year. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that one. And then we head, we head up to the SCG for the Sydney Swans, and I'll go ahead and say it so you don't have to. The Port Adelaide Pipsqueaks or Power, if you prefer. Okay, uh, and you talk about two frustrated clubs after last week. This is the frustration bowl. Yeah, I'm not too worried about the Swans. I mean, Demons nope. are very good. The Swans struggle with the MCG. Tommy Papley, hey, what a champ. Three goals. You know what? The power. Oh, i got to talk about one of my favourites, though. Jason Horn Francis. Wow, what about the highlight they show where he didn't even chase? That uh-huh. wasn't good. He's got to no. learn. He's got to learn there. So they showed him up there. But doesn't he read the play so well, close in the pack? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just um, you wonder if he was just Swans, you just wonder if he was out of gas right at that moment in time when the camera was on him. You know, and I'd love to see what happened the next thirty seconds after that. Yeah, I think he might have got drilled during the week on that one. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah. Swans, Swans, eighteen and a half point favorite. I'm going to take them to win and win well. The power back line is average. They've dropped some plays, including one of their best and fairest winners from a couple of years ago, Burn Jones. Mm-hmm. Cleary's out. Fantasia injured again. Sydney to win and win well at the SCG, and I hope so. Yeah, I've got I've got the Swans winning that one as well. Yeah, I just I think the Swans are gonna you know. They lost by over eight goals against the D's. I think they've got, you know, they've got a slightly larger chip on their shoulder and they're at home. So I'm going with them. Yep. So then we we head back to Marvel again for, I think, the second of three games here this weekend or maybe the third game. You've got Essendon hosting GWS and, uh, you know, you've got uh, Aaron Cadman and Josh Fahey debuting for the uh, the Giants. Uh, Will Snelling, Andrew Phillips, uh, Brandon Zirk Thatcher back in for the uh, Bombers, and uh, Adam Kennedy also in for the Giants as well. What are you thinking on this one? Terrible game. Bombers <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> Bombers, Bombers, one of my teams are disappointing. Giants are on the down. Toby Green's still a little champ. They've still got a few good players. I don't know. I think the Bombers should win. They're favored by 11 and a half. Wouldn't surprise me if the Giants did win, though, because mm-hmm. it's at Marvel. Take the Bombers to win. Give the Giants a bit of a chance, I suppose. But yeah, I won't be. Uh, I won't be watching the full game. Put it that way. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that I think the, I've got the Bombers winning this one. I think you know that 
despite the loss last week to the Saints, I think, you know, that that uh, Brad Scott's got this club playing uh, more consistently than uh, than what uh, Ben Rutten did last year. Because, you, you know, because you never knew what you were going to get with the Bombers last year. I mean, you could get an outstanding game where they were going to put 130 points on the board or you could, you know, get a game where they're going to put 40 points on the board and you, and you couldn't really see what the difference was. No, and uh, you you outpicked me in the crowd size. I underestimated that. So you did well on your estimation of the crowd for the Bombers and the Saints. So uh, I was, I, yeah, they I got, got a fan got really base close. when they're playing well. Well, everybody does. Every, everybody's popular when things are going well. Yeah. 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 So, and then, then we had uh, – uh, okay, I'm just going to tell you before I even tell you what game it is. You're you're tipping the D's in this one. Uh, we got the D's heading out to Optus to play. Uh, what's left of the West Coast Eagles? That's and, unbelievable, uh, isn't it? Like, like just, seven out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Witherden, Chesser, Sheed, Cripps, McGovern, Liam Ryan, Luke Shuey out. Ben Brown is out for the D's. Um, but just yeah, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten other people in for the Eagles this week. And and look at some of their great players: She, Cripps, McGovern, Ryan, Shuey. Like mm-hmm. Shuey, feel sorry for him. Very good player, but hamstring yeah. trouble again and again. And, well, oh. and and we're not even we're not even mentioning the fact that Nick Nat hasn't played a game yet this year either. He's not even on the list of players who are out. He's just not listed. Period. Yeah, they're yeah. in uh, they're they're in some deep trouble. And like I said before, I don't see that many very good young kids coming through. Yeah, they're in trouble. So demons to win, favored by forty three and a half. Oh, they'll win by ten goal or more. And your yeah. boy Cosy Pickett's back in, eh? Yes, he is. He's off of uh, suspension. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, what, Ru- Ruben Ginby's been pretty decent so far. And I, I guess that I, th- I think the Eagles will play hard regardless because these youngsters see an opportunity, maybe not in 23, but in 24, because I think this, I think this club is going to finally have that, that epiphany that over the last few years that the Ruse and the Hawks have had that said the rebuild needs to start. And we need to just we need to start fresh here and and start bringing in some some younger players and take our lumps and rebuild this list. Yeah, you're right. And obviously they gave up a fair bit for Kelly to come home, who was with you boys. Mm-hmm. Very good player. But do you give up three top picks? Malcolm Blight said you don't ever do that. Yeah, they're in a lot of trouble. They really are. But then you see the demons. Anytime you see Oliver and Petrarca, best two players, and then Grundy third. Wow. Yeah, they're looking good, yeah. aren't they? They are. They are. And then we get to the 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 barn burner game, the the top game of the weekend, the number seventeen and number eighteen sides on the ladder. And 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 let's be as I said before, let's be honest. How many of you thought would ever be saying you know there'd be Geelong and Hawthorne at the number seventeen and eighteen sides here? But uh, um, Chad Wingard, Jacob Kashitsky back in, Josh Weddle debuting, DeConig's out with concussion, Brandon Parfit. Cola Jasney, Mitch Duncan, and Reese Stanley are all back in for the Cats. What are you thinking here, sir? Yeah, I watched uh, I watched the first half of your Cats-Suns game, then I switched over to the start of the Formula One Grand Prix, actually. But mm-hmm. your Cats did, they, your Cats looked good early, obviously, but then the, the Suns must have got the run on. 
Oh, what a two great teams. I've had some big rivals games over the years. Cats are favoured by 31 and a half. I'll take them to win. I think the Hawks might get within that. Chad Wingard's back. But nah, the Hawks aren't very good. Nice win last week. Cats to get their first win of the season and go one and three. There you go. Well, and they and then they have next week at the Adelaide Oval, they've got the Eagles. So they get they get a chance to climb up the ladder a little bit, hopefully. And again, I'm one I think it's it's one quarter at a time. I'm I'm not gonna be so bold as to say they're gonna win the next two because they've lost the last three. So I I'm I'm not gonna be that kind of a supporter that's gonna, you know, be uh what is that a one-eyed supporter? I guess the right terminology, is it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you're dead right. Yeah, I'm not, gonna, supporter. <laughs> I'm not going to be that person that's going to do that. So, uh, so it's it's uh, it is an interesting round, but as you said, it is just it's a tough time to to pick games this year because there's been so many players that have been beat up. There's been you know there's just a, a nice influx of young players, um, and and the quality teams have have quite frankly laid an egg every now and again. You know, I don't expect to see Sydney get beat. Well, okay, maybe in, maybe in a grand final, but I don't expect Sydney to see Sydney get beat by 50 points in, in a game, you know, against against Melbourne. I think they're too good of a side. And and I think that's more of an aberration than anything. Yes, it really has been crazy. It should settle down, but I don't know if you've noticed this or I'm watching it quicker, but now we're out of COVID for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I just think I just think the pace of the game and the skills in close, it's just getting so quick. And you can mm-hmm. be a little fella with great quick skills and you can just star because it's so quick. And if you fumble, like that Jones guy for Port fumbled a couple of times, he's dropped right. this week. Yeah, so he was, yeah. He, 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 yeah, you just can't fumble the ball. It's so quick a game. And the mm-hmm. TV doesn't quite do it justice, as no, I've said before. You're you're absolutely right. You are absolutely right about that. Now i i did uh, I did do a survey on Twitter this week uh, after the uh, the Port Adelaide and uh, Adelaide game, uh, asking which of those two clubs is going to play finals first. Now, what what do you think the results were on it? Oh, what's your main audience? Australia or US? Who was well, voting? I, I have no clue. Um, okay. Yeah, but but the people that whoever whoever are reading my tweets, which would be mostly Australians, I would think. Right, I would say that if it's mostly Australians, they probably didn't overreact to the Crows win, and I think Port Adelaide will play finals possibly this year. I don't see the Crows playing finals this year, but hey, I hope I'm wrong. Absolutely, I do. It was 74.5 to 25.5% in favor of the Crows playing finals first. A three-to-one margin. Wow. Yeah, a three-to-one <laughs> three margin. Now, again, that was immediately after that fourth quarter against Port Adelaide. So may, maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe that's not exactly a, a fair representation of it. But it was just, uh, yeah, so... And before I let you go, because I, I know, you know, hopefully you've got some some healthier Tim Hortons this week um, and you're feeling better. But you got a chance to take a look at the the blog post that I put up last night. Um, what was your take on that? I mean, did, was I was I off base or was I. Did it make sense? Oh, yeah. A lot of people have gone away from baseball and Gabe Marenzi, my great mate, who I go mm-hmm. on the show with, he. 
he's been dissing the new rules of baseball as well. So I don't blame you for going away. And now you love Aussie footy. And I loved all the uh, the links to the shows that you've done and and so forth. So, you know, we've been I've been talking to that guy at the AFL. So hopefully he gets to see what you're doing. He, yeah. I've showed him what you did with the Darren Banner interview. So I think he might have listened to that. So okay. you're doing good, man. We're just going to keep going, right? I appreciate it. It's you know, it was, yeah. I wrote that uh, basically in the morning before school yesterday. I wrote most of it then, and then I wrote the rest of it during my lunch period um, yesterday at, at school, and and put it out um, once I got home in the evening because I just I just I I had been working on it, and then I also yeah you know, I uploaded basically like a, a a video version of it up on my YouTube channel, which I want to I'm going to get all those episodes up on my YouTube channel as well because I I I'm I don't know if I you know I don't plan on doing any video as far as you know, the podcast, but I'm I want to get back to up putting the audio on there because it might bring people over to the uh to the website might bring people over to the 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 podcast site as well there but i just i just think that you know that there's so many other americans out there that i think would truly love the game if they just knew it was out there and uh the gentlemen as you talk to hopefully we can figure out a way to actually you know get them to you know to promote it here and i and i've already i've already proclaimed i'll work for vegemite Okay. I mean, I don't, you can, I'll, 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 I'll work cheap. Okay. You just, you know, you, you, you get me a, uh, you get me a case of Vegemite every eight months. I'm a happy camper. Okay. <laughs> well, just, just imagine if they got, uh, I don't know, imagine a few thousand Americans subscribed to the watch AFL app. I mean, there's money there, right? Yeah. There's so much potential, but hey, oh, yeah. nothing's easy. So we're not making out it's easy. Of yeah. course, it's not easy. You got to do deals and legalities yep. these days yep. and everything. So just keep spreading the word, right? Absolutely, it's all we can do. Keep throwing spaghetti at the wall and see how much of it sticks. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So. Vegemite stick and make a mess all the well, black sticky stuff on your wall. That's true, and I, and I am down to only two reserve jars up here now. I took one of them downstairs because I finished off the last one, the last pot of soup that I made. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> so Mick, Mick, before I, uh, before I send you on your way today, sir, and what looks to be a beautiful sunny day there, uh, where can people find your work, sir? Yes. Yeah, uh, Mick TV with an AFL section and tomorrow night, Friday night, eight, 10 Eastern on Sports Grid. So YouTube, type in Sports Grid with a chat and Sirius Radio XM channel 159 as well. So that's 810 tomorrow night. And I told Gabe, the AFL guy, was impressed with our content. So he's looking for a big AFL show tomorrow night as well. Oh, outstanding. That is outstanding. That'd be good. That's, that's great. Um, you know, it's uh, I I I hope that I hope that you get some traction with it, and I I will. Uh, I think I've uh, followed him on uh, LinkedIn, um, but uh, maybe I'll reach out to him as well and just touch base with him and introduce myself because I don't think I've, I haven't done that yet. But uh, man, I do appreciate you taking time out of your your Thursday afternoon here. I am I am officially on vacation as of this afternoon for the next uh, ten days, so. I have my honeydew list of uh, cleaning the basement and getting the yard in shape and uh, 
clearing some uh, garden beds to put some vegetables in this year because the damn grocery is too expensive. So we're going <laughs> to yeah. start, start, start planting a few more veggies than I have in the past. So, yep. Well, man, I hope you have a fantastic day and a fantastic weekend and uh, great, uh, great luck tomorrow when you go on with Mick and I, or with uh, Gabe. And I hope you get all your, your tips right this week. Cause I think we were pretty much all the same. So I hope you get yours right. Yeah, well, you might want to reach out to Gabe now to come on your show now that the college, the, uh, college basketball is finished. I will and do be that. careful because the favourites, get this, out of about 28 games, the favourites are only 14 and 14, so about 50%. So there's been mm-hmm. so many upsets with the uh, win-loss ratio. So it's crazy trying to pick winners, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is. I mean, it's fun, but it's just – it's just. Uh... It's fun to talk about it, but it, but that's why I get to come on and say, "Hey, I went I went three and six last week." I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. You know, don't. This is purely for entertainment purposes only. Please, please do not you know take that last mortgage payment and put it on put it on that game because I oh I think they're going to win by seven. If you do that, that was not the smartest move you could make. Okay, <laughs> don't trust me. All right, enjoy the vegetables, mate, in your garden, and as always this year. Kids, get a haircut because I saw a couple of Geelong players with headbands. And if you get your hair in your eyes and if you fumble the ball, you might get dropped like the Port Adelaide player, Lockie Jones. Yes. Have a great weekend. Have a great Easter, mate. Cheers, Mick. I'll see you. Bye-bye. Um, now, folks, remember, you can find everything related to my podcast over at my website, ayankonthefooty.com. You can get on the mailing list there. Uh, you can leave a review. Uh, if you want to help out the podcast and keep the lights on, you can click on that Buy Me a Coffee button. There's a, a square one on the right-hand side and that little yellow button in the bottom left-hand corner. If you want to you know, help to support the podcast that way, you can certainly do that. I do hope you'll leave a review. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, if you enjoy what I'm doing, uh, I would let, you know, if you if you have comments about the, the blog post that I had, if you've got, you know, thoughts about what I have, you know, what I've put out there in terms of trying to encourage NFL fans to check out the game. I would love to have that information that I could then use as a follow-up with, uh, with that sharing of that information. Um, again, I do hope you'll sign up for the mailing list so that when new episodes come out, you'll have it in your inbox, uh, very quickly. Ladies and gentlemen, look out for one another, check up on your friends, make sure they're okay. Tell them you love them, get out and have that coffee, go have that beer. If you're in the Moorabbin area, get out there on the 13th and uh, go there for the jumper presentation. Have a piece of chicken for me. I'm not doing burgers right now. I'm still working on the, the weight loss journey. 61 and a quarter kilos right now, so um, it's working out pretty well. Ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time listening, I do close out the episode the same way every single time. May your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. This has been episode 253 of A Yank on the Footy. Again, don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on on Twitter at yankonthefooty at gmail.com. You can find me at A Yank on the Footy podcast over on Facebook, or you can search out my name, or A Yank on the Footy um, on Instagram, or look for my name, uh, Craig Wessels, on LinkedIn and Facebook. You can find me there as well. Uh, I do post a lot of things in a lot of different uh, football groups, 
I'd love to hear from you. I do hope you'll share the podcast with your friends and family. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, cheers and goodbye.